Hello, and thank you for tuning into Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, your host, and the clinical microbiologist and the chair of the Division of Clinical Microbiology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. For today's episode, we welcome David Grunst from our product management team at Mayo Clinic Laboratories for a test-specific podcast. Thank you, Dr. Pritt, and thank you, Dr. Patel, for joining us today to discuss our new test at Mayo Clinic Laboratories. Today, we are talking about one of our new developments in our sequencing assays, CSF Metagenomics. Before we begin discussing the details of the new assay, please give us a brief introduction of yourself and your role here at Mayo Clinic. Thank you, Mr. Grenst and Dr. Pritt. I'm a medical microbiologist and an infectious diseases physician. My clinical practice focuses on developing and offering advanced molecular diagnostics for infectious diseases. For example, my team developed and offered one of the first laboratory-developed gastrointestinal pathogens panels and developed and has been offering 16S ribosomal RNA gene PCR sequencing directly from clinical specimens for more than six years. Importantly, the work I do is truly the result of a large team of experts in advanced molecular diagnostics for infectious diseases. I would specifically like to highlight the expertise of Mr. Matthew Wolf, who developed the assay we are discussing today. Thank you for sharing that with us, Dr. Patel. So circling back to the newly developed sequencing assay, which is a shotgun metagenomics test on CSF, could you please expand a little bit on this new test and explain how it's different from other sequencing methods? Yes, Mr. Grants, happy to do that. This test uses a technology called shotgun metagenomic sequencing. The technique holistically sequences all DNA and RNA present in a specimen. The assay we're discussing today is performed on cerebrospinal fluid. Nucleic acids are extracted. RNA is converted to DNA. Everything is sequenced. And then using complex bioinformatic analyses, sequences deriving from humans are removed. And the remainder of the sequence is analyzed to determine whether there's evidence for the presence of a potentially pathogenic microorganism. That sounds very interesting. Could you tell us more about the specific group of patients this test would be used for and how a provider might identify those patients? And finally, when during the care process should this be ordered? This test is indicated for patients with suspected central nervous system infection, such as meningitis and or encephalitis, in whom a traditional workup has been unrevealing. Traditional workup includes blood cultures and cerebrospinal fluid cell count and differential, as well as cytology, protein, glucose, gram stain, bacterial culture, and if indicated based on patient risk factors, cryptococcal antigen testing. PCR for herpes simplex virus types one and two, enterovirus and varicella zoster virus, along with pneumococcal antigen or PCR testing should be performed either as standalone tests or as part of a multiplex PCR panel. Then if not already performed, a multiplex PCR panel should be considered if results of other tests are unrevealing. If a diagnosis remains unclear 
and the clinical presentation and cerebrospinal fluid parameters remain consistent with infection, the new test could be considered. The molecular and serology tests that you just mentioned are also offered by Mayo Clinic laboratories on a variety of sample sources. Could you talk about the alternate test options that are available and how they compare? Thank you so much. That's a great question. There's a really long list of additional testing options for cerebrospinal fluid, some of which might be preferred over shotgun metagenomic sequencing, depending on the patient presentation, clinical background, and exposure history. For example, as you know, there are specific serological tests for syphilis and several arboviruses. And in addition to serologic testing for arboviruses, molecular testing can be considered depending on the agent and timing of infection. Fungal and mycobacterial stains, culture, PCR, and or serologic testing are other considerations. Neuroimmunology testing might be considered as appropriate. And other considerations include PCR for Toxoplasma gondii, a free-living amoeba, or JC virus, to name a few. And finally, 16S ribosomal RNA gene PCR and sequencing, the assay I mentioned previously, will provide similar results to this assay, but just detects bacteria and not viruses, fungi, or parasites. It sounds like the holistic approach provides the best outcome for patients. If a patient does need this assay, how are the results used in their care? As you can imagine, central nervous system infections can be devastating. And for some, fortunately, specific treatment is available. The sooner we could make a diagnosis and an accurate diagnosis, the better. This test provides answers where traditional diagnostics have not been forthcoming. I would like to mention this is not as easy as it sounds. The specialization and capabilities of our laboratories and staff at Mayo Clinic are truly second to none. They make the complicated look easy, even if it takes a little extra time and effort involved. Dr. Patel, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate you educating us on the advancements of our sequencing assays here at Mayo Clinic Laboratories. We look forward to having you again to discuss more ways we can help improve the lives of our patients. And thank you for your time. Thanks, Mr. Grants. Happy to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in to Answers from the Lab. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to tune in every Thursday and every other Tuesday.